Welcome to episode 80 of In Touch with iOS, a podcast that talks about iPhone, iPad, Apple Watch, Apple TV, and related technologies, plus tips, apps, and gear. And I'm your host, Dave Ginsberg. My co-host, Warren Sklar, is off this week, but I have a great guest on the show, Rosemary Orchard. Welcome to our show. How are you? Well, thank you for having me. I'm, I'm doing great. How are you? Doing well, doing well. If anybody doesn't know, Rosemary, Rosemary is, uh, is a, a shortcuts expert, does a lot of podcasting. And we'll talk about all of what you do at the end, towards the end of the show, but uh, you uh, you were going to definitely give us some great things. I've been, I've been wanting to talk about shortcuts for quite a long time. I'm uh, by no means a, a wizard at it, but you, you are, and you've written a book. You wrote a book, uh, Take Control of shortcuts which i was thrilled to see uh take control is such they're such great authors i've talked to joe kiesel many times i'm sure you're very pleased uh, uh yes. of it of it coming out yes i am and i'm really pleased that a lot of people that have got it so far have said that they've never really done anything with shortcuts before and i think that's such a great thing because it's so much fun to play with i do it instead of puzzles yeah. or games um <laughs> so I, I i may be slightly biased there um but you know, it's uh, it's it's great fun to play with and can be yeah. really useful for so many people. Absolutely. So we're going to get into it a little bit uh, and uh, learn a few things here today. Um, but what I also do, we don't have, we usually do news, but uh, there really isn't any. Uh, there isn't really as much to talk about. Uh, with the CES is coming up in, uh, uh, it's about a little, little over a week. Uh, there'll be plenty to talk about it when that when that runs out. But so we're just going to move right into the topics, and. I don't know, but I don't know if you don't know this, Rosemary, but I, what I do is um, whenever I have a brand new guest, I always like to ask them what's in their tech bag or a tech pack. And I'm, and I'm really late to iOS and I am having some good, pretty good assumptions. You've got a lot of uh, nice things that like we all have. uh, So I assume we could start with the iPhone. You have an iPhone, I assume. Yes. Yeah. I've got an iPhone 11 pro. Uh, I went for gold this time. Uh, first time with a a colorful iPhone. Um, and, uh, it's, it's nice. I like it. Uh, I really love the cameras. It's been really great uh, this whole day season to take loads of great pictures. So the camera's great. I have the pro max and I have the mountain, the new green one, the mountain green one, Mm. which I I really like. Um, uh, but, uh, do you also have an iPad? I assume. Three iPads. Uh, okay, I, I have I two. Have so, a little overboard. Um, so my daily drivers. I have a, an iPad Mini, uh, the latest okay. generation one, and uh, I have an 11 inch iPad Pro. And then okay. for um, creating things like taking screenshots and doing screen recordings and so on, I have another iPad because this way I don't have to wipe my devices sure. every time and set them up with with alternative content. Um, and that's also uh, unofficially my my boyfriend's iPad. Uh, and Civilization <laughs> Six is installed on it, so he can play oh, that. Oh, okay. All right. Well, I have a 12.9 inch that's that I mm. use for beta testing. It was my. It's actually the first gen, which still is a perfectly good iPad. Oh yeah. Uh, but I have the 11 uh, Pro, like you do too, as well, and um, and uh, love it. And uh, it's uh, good to have, like I you, like you said, you you're doing a lot of things. You want to be able to play with things and not have to rewipe and reload. So uh, definitely yes. a good idea. And do you have an Apple Watch as well? Yes. Yep. I have the the latest Apple Watch uh, in silver, uh, and it's the the smaller one, the forty millimeter, and that's sitting on my wrist, and that's been yep. pretty useful. Uh, I had a bit of a fall earlier this year in uh, San Jose when I was at WWDC and broke my ankle. Oh yeah, I remember hearing about that. Yes. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, and the Apple Watch, uh, you, I I I enabled the feature because I don't do gymnastics or <laughs> exercise, um, and so I enabled yeah. that feature to you know detect whether or not you've fallen because by default it's only turned on for people I think over sixty or something. 60. And I was there right now. 65, I, something like that. Yeah. If I fall over, I, I want an ambulance. And then it was like, you appear to have taken a hard fall. Would you like me to call an ambulance? And then they're going, I, I'm in the US. I'm not quite sure how good my insurance is. Uh, so <laughs> no, I'll figure this out later. Thank you. But it worked. And, so. And I remember, of course, I has I forgot to mention that we, you and I met at MaxDoc this year. Uh, this this mm-hmm. is still 2019 as we record this. Um, and that was a, a absolutely great event. And you did an amazing uh presentation on Siri shortcuts and yeah, uh, we could touch, t- 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 touch about that a little bit as well. Uh, but that was great to meet you. And I remember you were still having a, still your, your ankle was still bobbing a little bit there. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of people thought I was wearing odd socks. No, one of them was an <laughs> ankle support, but it's okay. I, I'm the quirky sort of person who would wear odd socks anyway. So of course, how can I forget this, uh, Stephen Hackett upgrading your Mac mini with memory with, uh, and, and him doing the, uh, one of the other, uh, attendees is, uh, iMac. So, yeah, yeah, and it was the 21-inch iMac, I think, where you have to crazy. take the screen off the front, yeah, or 24-inch, I think it is, but you have to Steve, peel the screen off of that device. 
No, your 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 Mac Mini was easy. I actually did it on my own Mac Mini, so it, mm. it is pretty it is pretty easy to to do. So, uh, but uh, that's great. Then we good good everybody to at least get to know you and understand uh, where you come from as far as uh, technology and what you you have. But uh, let's uh, let's jump right into it. Uh, Apple shortcuts. Um, you uh, 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 as you wrote in the book. I mean, there are so many great ways to be productive, make things work automatically uh, on all your devices. Um, why don't you start a little bit about the history? I know we, I know it originally started as uh, as an app called Workflow, right? Yeah. So it, originally, the the app was written by people who actually used to jailbreak iOS devices. Right. Um, right. Yeah. And uh, so, and they, they built this app called Workflow. And I remember hearing about it when it was in beta, and a bunch of people telling me, you know, this is awesome, but it's never gonna like Apple are never gonna let it onto the App Store because it's just so amazingly good yeah. but it's also something you know where you can program on your device and apple have locked down ios and ipad os pretty well but um as you know as we can see today with the fact that shortcuts is on our ipads pre-installed thanks to ios 13 they, they've had a little bit of a change of heart there um and so it started mm-hmm. out as as this application called workflow um right. and it it was the idea was it used these old-fashioned url schemes to um, talk to different applications and to do things and in some cases it it talked directly to web services so like todoist and so on has a a web service that workflow used to talk to and now shortcuts can talk to um and that is how it got started with these little building blocks and then things improved and then they were bought by apple um and after they were bought by apple they they were renamed everyone was very worried that um (laughs) you know workflow workflow is dead and you know Lots yeah. of people were, you know, crying oh. digital tears. Um, and I was there going, <laughs> I, 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 I want to be optimistic. Um, and I always like being optimistic. And so two years ago at WWDC, the first time I went to WWDC, just before mm-hmm. David Sparks and I had launched the Automators podcast, yep. um, we'd already recorded a couple of episodes and we thought our episodes were pretty darn good. And we, so we went to WWDC with the intention of talking to the relay people and, you know, getting everything, you know, lined up and just roll those first episodes out the door. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there watching the keynote going, well, now we're going to have to re-record because that was iOS 12. And that's when Apple announced yeah. shortcuts, which is when it right. became part of, you know, the Apple ecosystem properly. It was still another app that you would download and install from the App Store, much like you would Pages or iMovie or GarageBand. Um, but it you know, it was an Apple owned app with a new name and it got a section in settings where you could add things to it and developers could add actions to shortcuts. Now these weren't amazing actions. It was sort of like open this mailbox in mail or open this photo album in photos. It was mostly like open things um, rather than anything else. Um, But it was a good start and they, they made good on that, that, you know, implicit promise of this is going to get better from iOS 12. And this year with iOS 13, um, you know, it's still this year as we talk, as you mentioned, right. they, mm-hmm. they added the ability for developers to add really cool actions to shortcuts. So instead mm. of just saying, hey, open things, the things people, culture code added um, uh, an action where you can add a task two things with tags and deadlines and all of that stuff so that you and they can control that now because it used to be if you had an action in shortcuts it was controlled by apple which of course is not right. you know something that you can easily maintain with the small team they've got i mean their team isn't tiny but it's still a limited number of people and isn't it better if a developer can say i want to be able to offer this to the users of my application without having to you know send Apple a request and get it approved, get it implemented, test it, blah, blah, blah. You know, and so now everybody can use shortcuts from a developer's perspective and they can give people the tools to make their apps even more powerful. Absolutely. Absolutely. So no, it's, it's, it's very exciting. I, I need to learn more about it and, and I've got, I'm definitely going to, I've been reading your book and I've got David Sparks's uh, uh, videos I've been watching. And so there's a, there's a lot to learn. And uh, that's why I say I wanted to have, have you on to, to get, Got my audience here a little more versed on on uh, shortcuts because it's uh it's just so exciting. It just and the thing is when you first open up shortcuts and of course I had a mine already with all these other customized shortcuts, so I had to get my other iPhone out here to 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 see. Okay, there's no way these icons are here as I could remember as it's been a while. So of course when you open up for the first time, you go to my shortcuts and then the first thing you see is create shortcut, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, and that can be kind of overwhelming. Um, I know so- exactly. You know, because then you tap on create shortcut and say you're on an iPhone. So then you tap create shortcut and it says new shortcut, create a shortcut to do uh, to 
Yes, create a shortcut to actions you do in your apps every day. Well, the, right. the grammar there is not great. I think I need to send a, a bug report on that. But then it's got this, <laughs> yeah. this button, add action. And so I tap yeah. on that. And then it's got things like, would I like to call my mom? Um, or, um, you mm-hmm. know, FaceTime my mom. Or message a friend of mine. Or complete a task in streaks. And it's got some suggestions there. But just based on the suggestions, that's not necessarily a great way to figure out how yeah. to use shortcuts. Um and so I recommend if you've never tried shortcuts before, instead mm-hmm. of tapping on create shortcut in the bottom right-hand corner, tap gallery instead and have a look there to see what you can really do with shortcuts because they've got some, some lovely ideas in there. They're not always the, you know, the, the perfect execution that I would love to see as a programmer yeah. and nerd, but they're a great place to get started. And you can look at these and, you know, open an app on your Apple TV. Oh, well, that's mm. useful. Especially if, you know, you usually sit down and you open, say, the Disney Plus app if you're going to watch The Mandalorian or something. Yes. Um, and, you know, Very you true. can you can have a shortcut that does that and controls the lights in your house um, to do, you know, to make the perfect movie time. Um, and that that's the place to start, I think, for most people. Start in the gallery and play around there. Now you talked about in the book you 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 have uh when you when you're building uh uh shortcuts uh you had like a one step um you had a one step uh, uh book there was oh sorry, I lost my page here you had a one step shortcut uh uh part of the uh, part of the book here and uh yes. actually creating simple one steps could you kind of go through that real, real quick if uh what what would be a one step shortcut that you that everybody would want to create well, it really depends on you. But for example, I have a one-step shortcut to send a message to my boyfriend that I use when I'm leaving work. And this just mm-hmm. says sends a message saying, I'm leaving work. If you need anything from the supermarket, let me know. But it only, uh, so mm-hmm. I, I've enhanced that over the years. So I've added a few uh, extra bits. So it checks whether or not I'm going home to record a podcast. And if I am, it doesn't offer to pick anything up from the supermarket. And if I'm, if I'm not, then it does. But the one-step version of that is just, Hey, I'm on my way home from work. Should be there in about 20 minutes. Um, and you know, that's all text that I've just typed in there, but that's really useful because it's less the typing that I have to do. And especially when I'm leaving work and I'm carrying things and it's winter, so I'm wearing gloves. The last thing I want to do is, you know, pull my hands out into the icy cold air to type yeah. a loving message when I can just, you know, use my nose, swipe over to the widget screen, <laughs> tap, tap the tap the yeah. the widget with my nose and have it send that message for me without me doing anything else. Um, and, uh, he knows I love him, so it's okay if yeah. I send him an automated message once that, in a while. That That's right. And that uh, keeps everything automated, but easy and you get the message yes. across. Um, exactly. but, uh, obviously I'm not going to go through the entire book here, but, uh, building shortcuts, there is, there's, there's some pretty intense things that a lot, a lot of people may not be too, will be a little scared of, you know, things like input, output and repeat loops yeah. and if and otherwise, and. If you want to kind of just kind of just generalize about a little bit, just kind of give people what what is what is that all about? What does it do? Well, essentially, if you want to build a shortcut that does more than just say send a message to somebody or open an application, then you may need to understand a few of the important concepts behind it, and that's where things like an input and output come in and variables and these are things that you don't necessarily have to use. Yeah. Um, and I do do state that at the beginning of the, you know, important things to know about shortcuts chapter, that you don't actually need to read that chapter. You could theoretically just skip ahead to the samples mm-hmm. and build the samples and then come back and go, okay, well, this is talking about magic variables. What is a magic variable? And then you look and maybe you read the little section on variables or maybe you just read the section on magic variables to, you know, fill in the gaps in your knowledge. I'm doing air quotes as I go here because <laughs> you shouldn't consider a gap in your knowledge until you know that you you need to know it. Um, you know, it, it's something that you can learn about and you absolutely can use, but you can also just completely ignore it as a concept and just do exactly what the book tells you to do in the in the yeah. uh, step-by-step instructions to build things. Because understanding what input and output is, for example, the input is what you put into something and the output is what you get out of it. Well, that's fairly logical, but what does that mean in shortcuts terms? Well, in shortcuts terms, a shortcut can have input and output. So I could send it a photo from photos and I could get output out from it. So a message or an email Mm -hmm. or an action inside of your shortcut can also have input and output. And so that could be the actual photo that's going into the shortcut then goes into an action. Um, and it could also be maybe the phone number of the person that you want to message it to that goes in there. Um, and then the output would be a message as a whole 
with those different parts of the input put together. Okay. Um, and, and so uh, as, as we talked about just a little while ago is uh, the gallery. And the gallery, like you said, it's got a lot of great things. And you said there's some things that are good, some things are not. Um, was anything well, that really stand out for you or... I wouldn't say it's anything that's, you know, terrible for me. Um, but th there are a few things where I look at it and go, that is not the way that I would do things. But at the same okay. time, I think that they've done things the way that they've done them so that it's much easier for somebody who's never picked up shortcuts to understand it. Especially, yeah. you know, if you're used to, if you're coming from the Mac and you spend most of your time on the Mac, uh, then some, using the quick look action is probably more helpful than show result because most people know the quick look is what happens when you tap the space bar. Right. Um, but what I what I really love in in the gallery section is this area called shortcuts from your apps, and these are all suggestions made by the apps that you use every day yes. to yes. Uh, to actually give you ideas of what to do. And these are where those one action shortcuts are basically built because you can go in here and you can just tap. So say for example, uh, I would like to create a. a an act, a shortcut that will open my inbox in OmniFocus for me. That's one of the suggested shortcuts for my apps. I just tap on the plus right there. Uh, I give it a name and I mm -hmm. can give it, say, the name inbox, and then I can add to Siri. And yep. now, whenever I say, you know, magic lady uh, inbox, then it will open my inbox because you can use this via Siri. Or if I look uh, on the today screen, that's on the left of the notifications area then there's a shortcuts widget and I can also just mm -hmm. tap on the, my new inbox action there and have it open my inbox for me. Or I could even put this on my home screen and hide the OmniFocus icon in a folder somewhere because I yes. don't need it because I only ever want to go to my inbox on my phone. Um, and and that's why I like that that section of the gallery because there's a lot that you can do there and that's where you can see the magic coming in, I think. Yeah, I you know what? I, I had not spent time going through this list and it's like, holy cow, there's a lot of things in here. I do all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like from like the home kit app, uh, opening up, uh, living room lights or our Christmas tree. I've got that set up downstairs, um, for, you know, things like YouTube, being able to search YouTube is a shortcut. Um, and, uh, and so on. And, and like, I'll be going to Vegas for this, for CES. It says show weather in Vegas. I can create a shortcut now and, and just keep continually tapping that keep checking the weather. Uh, yep. but yeah, this is, this is great. This is, uh, uh, people should know about the messages and, um, yes. maps. And I mean, it's just, it's endless. Yeah. It's, it's a really great list. So if you, if you look at shortcuts from your apps, I'm looking at this on my iPhone cause I, I've, I've yeah, got too. my Mac in front of me to record the audio for this podcast. But if you, if you see where it says shortcuts from your apps in the top, right, there's the see all. And if you go to that, it organizes yeah. it by app for you. And then next to some of the apps, there's another see all button where you can say, okay, for example, I've, I use dark noise to, uh, to do white background noise while I'm working and mm -hmm. while I'm going to sleep. And okay. if I tap on see all, I have, you know, six suggested actions because there are lots of things that I do with dark yeah. noise on a regular basis. Um, and that's, that's just something that for me is really useful because this is all based. So all of this data is on your device as well. You don't have to worry yeah. about, you know, Google knowing that you like to listen to thunders uh, sounds at 10 PM at night, every night um, to help you go to sleep. This is all on your device. Um, and so it's based on whatever you're doing on a regular basis. Most of the time, uh, every so often you'll see a suggestion pop up and think, Hmm, I don't think I've ever said kumquat before apart <laughs> from one today why, why is it suggesting that i send a message to my friend uh, with the word kumquat um and uh it, we were i was helping solve a crossword puzzle that's why it came up um uh, okay. but, you know, it's so so that so sometimes it will make suggestions that aren't necessarily the most useful they are actions that you've taken recently rather than regularly but it's a it's a really interesting place to go through and see uh, well what am i doing on a regular basis so that you can, you know, maybe, and then after you created a one action shortcut to do your thunder sounds, then you might think, well, actually, I also have HomeKit lights. It would be really great right. if I could just press one button and start the thunder sounds and turn off the lights at the same time. Yeah. And that's when you can then go back to the My Shortcuts view and tap on that ellipsis in the top right hand corner of the icon. And then you would tap on the plus and add an icon and you could search for HomeKit. Um, and it would find home things. Or if you just search for home, then it will actually come up with a bunch of really useful stuff for you. Yeah, no, there's tons of useful stuff here. Um, and um, the other things that I really like it, do, it doing is that creating a PDF has always been a thing I always wanted to do. Uh, and I know I know they built it into into iOS 13, but uh, but there is a great shortcut that's available 
or you can design your own, right? Yeah, exactly. And it, it's, I find it's really useful to build these things into shortcuts because then I can actually do specific things with it. So for example, the built in iOS, you know, make a PDF, I then have mm -hmm. to say, and I want to share this and I want to, then I have to find the application. So for example, say I'm right. sending it to you, then I have to, you know, open it in the mail application. Then I have to type your name and everything. And right. finding to, the way that they've redesigned the share sheet on iOS 13 is I have to say not one of my favorite things. I often spend longer than I would like looking for apps now. Um, but um, with shortcuts, I can say, hey, uh, I want to um, share this by email um, as a PDF. Um, and I can have a shortcut that does that. Or I can have a shortcut that makes a PDF and then gives me a choice of three options. So I could send it by by mail. I could put it in Yoink, which is one of my favorite little iOS uh, utility applications where I can just dump stuff temporarily until I need to come back and deal with it. Um, and then, you know, and then another option to ask me what I want to do with it if I do want to use the share sheet. Yeah, no, it's it, it's definitely got s some major power. And there's also lots of resources out there for other uh, other um, uh, shortcuts. Um, you do you share a lot with 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 the others? I know there's some, probably there's going to be some in the book. And uh, yeah. is there any places that you share? Yeah. So um, the Automasis forum actually has a lot of really lovely shortcuts and lots of okay, really nice people in there uh, chatting about things. Uh, I would, of course, also recommend David Sparks's video field guide if people are Me looking too. to learn about this because he's got so many great things in there. It's well worth it. Uh, MaxSparky.com. We'll give him a plug. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've, 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 I bought this, the course and it's, it's, it's amazing. He does just an amazing job. Uh, you know, another place that I find is uh, Max Stories. Uh, yes. Federico yeah. Vertucci. And what I actually recommend, one of his amazing new shortcuts called Music Bot. Um, oh, that, yes. That thing that, is amazing. That's a great thing. I know. I, know I, I got, have no idea the, how many hours he spent working on that. Like total. I'm sure he's got a time track somewhere, but yeah, yeah it's it's an amazing shortcut. Max Stories has got some great stuff as well, and of course, you know, I, I have I have my blog, com, but there's also a subreddit yeah. for uh, shortcuts, uh, which has got mm. some really nice ideas in there as well. Yeah, because because I'm looking at some of the shortcuts, I probably saw them probably on, on Max Stories and downloaded like a ton of them. Um, mm. things, uh, one of them, like downloading a YouTube video, um, yeah. that, that, that's a, that's a cool, uh, shortcut. If you want to be able to have a local copy, you know, mm -hmm. I tell people, Hey, to grab this shortcut. It's going to, it's going to be on your device. And then if you want to watch it later, uh, when you're like on a plane, you don't have to be online. Yeah. yeah. Um, and there's, uh, others like a, a shorting, uh, shortened URL. Does that, that yes. one? I actually ought to rebuild, so I have I have a shortcut that will take uh, a link um, and um, automatically grab the title and the URL out um, and um, make a, a mini post on my blog, a link post, and then it will mm. also tweet it. But I should modify it so that the tweeting, uh, the tweet action actually uses my URL shortener instead of the Twitter URL shortener. Um, because if you just paste a long URL into Twitter, they put it through their shorteners and they add a bunch of, uh, checking stuff on the end. And I would rather use my own, which doesn't have any of that. Sure. No. And, and as I just read off these, these are just, just examples of many things that people may want to do, such, you know, such as getting images from a page so that, that I've always wanted to do that. Sometimes you go to a website, there might be some images on that page you want to mm. grab. Um, yes. Shortcut yeah. can grab it. Um, yes. and, uh, it's it's endless. <laughs> yeah, really I have a, I have a really lovely one that I use when I come home from work. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, what it does is it uh, checks whether or not it's dark. And then if it is, it turns on my lights. Um, it also nice. stops my commuting timer because I do a lot of time tracking. I like to see where my time goes. Um, and so it stops my commuting timer. Uh, if I've got a podcast scheduled within the next 20 minutes, um, then it, you know, tells me, you know, get ready for your podcast now. Um, and um, if I don't have a podcast schedule in the next 20 minutes, then it uh, checks my OmniFocus for the things that I tagged mm -hmm. that I wanted to do after I got home um, and shows me any of those if there are any tasks there. Um, and that's something that you can do because I found I was doing the same actions again and again, right. you know, one after another. And then I recently, so there's a new application called Toolbox Pro for shortcuts. Um, mm. And this can just add actions. So, for example, shortcuts on its own can't tell you whether or not audio is playing. It can only say, you know, what is your current song, which if you paused your iPhone two hours ago, well, it's not really a current song anymore. Um, and that would just return nothing. But um, if you paused it five minutes ago, that 
it's still not playing audio right now, but it will return the name of the song. But Toolbox Pro, for example, has an action to detect whether or not you're playing audio. And so hmm. I added that to my shortcut. And if I am playing audio, it hands it off to my HomePod. Um, and that that oh, really oh. made me so much happier because I get home and I can just, you know, pull out my AirPods and dump them in the case and keep listening because it just handed off to my HomePod without me doing anything really. And that's in the book. That's right. I just saw that. Uh, and yeah. uh, I will uh, also put a, sh- a shortcut, uh, I should say a link in the show notes. <laughs> so it's using the word shortcut for everything here. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's uh, it, it's just awesome. You know, I, I'm so thrilled you, you, you wrote this book because uh, I, I really like take control books. I, I, I support them. I hardly <clears throat> have them sp- sp- uh, speak in my uh, Apple user group. I'm president of and, uh, they uh, they they give us a nice discount, which is nice uh, to, to, because we support them so well. And uh, but there's just yeah, th- there's just so much more stuff here. I would definitely you know, recommend uh, grabbing this book and uh, taking a look at it. Does, was there uh, was uh, other things you know? I was another topic I wanted to ask is about syncing. Um, you, mm. Do you sync syncing the shortcuts across all your devices? How does uh, that uh, how does that work? So I ran into an issue with one of the early iOS 13 betas, and this is entirely my fault for being on the betas so early, where uh, my shortcuts weren't syncing properly. And since then, mm-hmm. they've they've mostly resolved into syncing, but every so often, I I run into a little bug where one of them just doesn't sync over, and I'm not quite sure why. This is mm-hmm. something that the shortcuts team are aware of, and they're looking into it to try and find out why. But okay. it's also my fault because I have over 900 shortcuts. Mm-hmm. Um, so and well, you. Good. Yes. Uh, and, you know, if, if I didn't have uh, that many shortcuts, I would not have got around to writing a book about it or automating some of the content of the book. A lot of the screenshots went through shortcuts before they ended up in the book. So they were in the right format and the right size and everything. Um, and uh, yeah, and so I, I do try to get my shortcuts to sync. And the vast majority of the time now they do. It's just every so often one of them gets stuck. But uh, I do sync them. And I, I also sync the order of them because this way the widget is the same in the same order on both devices. Um, and that's really useful because otherwise my muscle memory is there going, I tap the button in the top left-hand side of the day widget. That's not the shortcut I wanted to run. Why Why? Why is this running? Oh, no, my audio has gone to a different device. That's my fault. Uh, so I sync the order of everything as well. Okay. Yeah, no, no syncing is, is, is a nice thing, especially if you have an iPad and an iPhone. You want to be mm-hmm. uh, syncing across both devices. And um, Is there anything with shortcuts in the, in the Apple Watch that you've used at all? Uh, I don't really use it via the Apple Watch or actually my HomePod. Technically, it does work perfectly on both, um, mm-hmm. perfectly with a slight asterisk. It's a very small one. Uh, the, you, you can't necessarily uh, do everything on a HomePod that you could do if you run it on mm-hmm. an iPhone, even if you're running it via Siri on both, just because your HomePod doesn't necessarily have access to, say, for example, OmniFocus or Things right. because it's a HomePod. If you find a way right. to install OmniFocus or Things on your HomePod, then <laughs> hats off to you. That That's right. Yeah, so wow. it, 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 it can do a lot of things, especially things like playing music and HomeKit scenes and stuff like that. That that it can do no problem and it will excel at that um and so but i tend not to really run shortcuts on on my watch um okay. but i don't really talk to my watch a lot i mostly look at it and check sure. my notifications and uh even very occasionally send emails to people no i mean i think you're 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 pretty much in the same same group of most people with bought the apple watch but i'm trying to explore it more try to talk about it more and just give people uh you know, there's things you can do on it that you don't think about because you already have your phone with you. And that's yes. the reason why I never buy an Apple watch that has the cellular connection because there's no point. Cause I'm always going to have my phone with me. And I just, that's just me. Uh, yes. But some, some people like to have it with that has it built in uh, to, to the watch and pay the extra money a month for it. And maybe someone who does a lot of working out, doesn't want to carry their phone with them or her, uh, uh, that, that, that makes it as well. So, um, and then Apple TV, there's, we, there are some more automations with that without, with shortcuts. Yeah, so this is more that shortcuts can control the Apple TV versus you can con- then versus you can run shortcuts on your Apple TV. Um, mm-hmm. But you can open apps on it and play it, pause it, and essentially anything that the remote could technically do, you can do via shortcuts as well, um, which is pretty useful. Um, it is. So, for example, I, my movie time, it opens the Infuse app on my Apple TV um, and dims the lights and everything. For me, and uh, I should add uh, an, uh, an action to control the volume of the soundbar now that we have that in Logitech Harmony. Mm, okay, because yeah, because 
right now the setup I have, I have a you know home theater system, but I have to you know we have to switch it uh, between modes between cable TV to yeah, yeah. streambox, and then trying to explain it to my wife, and then you know, and everybody says the the Apple TV remotes sucks. <laughs> it really does. Well, I mean the way the way that I dealt with this because uh, my boyfriend is a big fan of you know remote controls. He doesn't like talking to devices to control them. He would much prefer to pick something up and press a button, which is fair enough. A lot of people like that, and sometimes I don't really want to talk to anything either, um, even if it is technology, uh, as much as I love it. Um, and so we got yep. the Logitech Harmony Hub, um, yep. which is a little box, um, but then you have one remote control that theoretically controls everything. Um, and you can build things into that. So you can have a button on it that is then, for example, you know, for the Apple TV, and it will switch the input of your TV to the Apple TV and wake the Apple TV, uh, which is really nice. Um, yeah, and, uh, absolutely. I, I find that that's quite useful. Though I do tend to use the wake Apple TV action built into shortcuts, um, but that's possibly because I already had that set up. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, definitely some more things to explore and um, as far as Apple TV goes, too. Uh, anything else you wanted to talk about with shortcuts? I think we uh, hit hit a pretty good uh, amount of time here on it. Um, yeah, I, mean, I, I would just please 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 share. If, yeah, even if you think, oh no, shortcuts is like programming, and I, I should just not do that because I'm going to mess everything up. Like the worst thing that you can do is put your phone into dark mode and turn the brightness all the way down. Like that's pretty much as bad as it's going to get. Maybe you'll turn the volume all the way off as well. But all of these things are things that you can fix. Like you're you're not going to break your iPhone permanently with this. You're no. not going to. If if you ac- try and accidentally delete all your reminders, it's going to ask you three times if you're really, really sure about that uh, before it deletes them. So you, you're you not going to run into any difficulties. And I do feel that everyone should just give it a yeah. try. Please, yes. And I've learned a lot even just, talk, just talking to you this, this short time here. And then and we're going to learn even more when we read your book and uh, get get in, into these shortcuts even more. Um, so let's kind of switch gears here in, in discussion. And um, I know you mentioned this on Chuck's uh, Chuck Dreyer show with um, uh, the gift guide, the uh, Luna display. And I, and I own it as well. I absolutely loved it. And I loved it when I bought it. But, uh, yeah, then it was uh, – they were in trouble when sidecar came up um with uh with um apple so within catalina uh but uh how, you talked about a, uh, a lot of that what, what what's your thoughts on luna display and the differences i personally see luna display as a better solution so sidecar yeah. is great but you you can't touch your ipad to control it which to me feels like uh the apple kind of missed uh missed an obvious thing there uh, and you you need to use something like an apple pencil which for many people is a reason that they now need an apple yeah. pencil excellent or they actually have a mm-hmm. use for it um but i i much prefer low display because you can use it um with your finger which right. with an iPad you're used to doing, and you can also use it as a primary display. Um, right. Now, for some people, this may not be amazing, but if you think of, for example, I have a Mac Mini in my desk, and I'm sitting yep. here uh, talking to you on my MacBook Air right now, but if I wanted to control my Mac Mini, well, instead of trying to use something, some kind of solution to remotely control my desktop, I could actually just use my Luna display and my iPad, and then I would yep. have my entire Mac on my iPad ready and i could just use it and it works really well and i personally see the loon display as an excellent upgrade over sidecar so if you sorry if you've never tried this before then by all means yeah go ahead and use sidecar and if you're happy with it and it's great for you then you well done awesome wonderful but if you if you want an upgraded version of sidecar that's when you can look at something like a luna display uh, because it really does work well and you're right. I mean, even Luna Display, like if you know, I'm on my Mac MacBook Pro, but I also have my Mac Mini next to me, I could I could easily um, run the app on on my Mac Mini and extend my display from my MacBook Pro to the Mac Mini and have two two yeah. screens. Yeah, uh, using using another Mac, which is which is yeah. amazing, or vice yeah. versa. You know, if I yeah, want to so start doing work on a Mac using, Mini, yeah. so yeah, imagine using your MacBook Pro as a screen for your MacBook uh, for your uh, for your your Mac Mini. Yeah. That's yeah. something that's so, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. So that that's in itself. And then you know what's great about Luna? The Luna Display. They they just upgraded the firmware. I mean, the, mm. the 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 dongle is so tiny. I mean, it's you know the size of a probably a thumbnail or a fingernail uh, that you plug into USB C, and it's still current hardware. It's not like it's uh, mm-hmm. it's anything out outdated because uh, they they updated the firmware on it. So uh, th- that's what I think is really cool about it. Uh, Sidecar in itself. I mean, what 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 is really is going to difference? I mean, there is really much difference what it can do beyond just extending your display 
yeah. to the I- iPad through through Catalina. Yeah, now you have to be running yeah. a later model uh, uh, Mac, and uh, I think it's an iOS iOS thirteen as well with the yeah. iPad. Yeah. So this this won't work on older devices, and I don't think uh, Luna Display will really e- either, as far if I recall. Oh, well, correctly. Luna Display's been around for a while now, so I think it will still run on older devices. Um, and I'm, yeah. I know it runs well on Mojave because this this okay. machine right here is using Mojave, and it's perfect. Uh, there's no problems <laughs> with it. I should I should upgrade this machine to Kettle, you know, at some point. It's my last holdout, just in case everything else sure. failed. Um, no, but smart. Uh, yeah, I, I, I despite. Wanting to be on the bleeding edge of everything, I did sit uh, this year's Mac beta rounds out, and uh, despite the fact that this is the end of December, I'm still lagging behind on updating this MacBook Air. Uh, Nothing so. wrong with that. That's why I have extra Macs I, that I do. I, I I run betas on those and let let yeah. those let those let those blow up and keep my primary. Yeah, you know, my Mac MacBook Pro didn't get upgraded until right when it came out. <laughs> so I yeah. was I waited. So I and, and I I do go on, on the cutting edge a little bit. Our co-host uh, Warren Sklar, he he is way on the cutting edge. As soon as it comes out, he's installing it. So <laughs> there's there just people different as far as it comes with beta though uh, goes as well. So um so oh, that's that. I, I we have a link. I have a link in the show notes uh, for both uh, the sidecar uh, support article as well as Luna Display and check it out. Uh, I think it's like. $69, $79 for that uh, mm-hmm. little display, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. I haven't looked lately. Um, yeah, but, I, uh, I think it's around that. And uh, They often have offer codes, so uh, try checking your yeah. uh, favorite podcasts to see if they have an offer code in the show notes that you can use. Yeah, no, I don't have one. But, uh, I wish I had one, but I don't. Uh, yes, <laughs> yes. So um, next topic I want to talk about a little bit. Both, you know, you and I both are big Apple fans. You're Apple fan, mm-hmm. girl, Apple fan boy here. Um, and I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, what what we kind of could expect um, in 2020 with with Apple. I mean, right now it's just exciting because the fact you look at their stock and it's like it's the highest it's ever been. Um, I think Apple's at its at its at its best it's ever uh, been in its history. Um, mm. But uh, but I mean, there's what 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 do you think? What are you going to expect as far as uh, next year we always expect new, new iphones new ipads um new macs uh what do you think on on the iphone i mean I, well i'm wondering you, if we're going to get the back completely covered with cameras instead of just yeah. the three that we have now <laughs> that'd be great um, well it'd certainly be interesting um i'm yeah. really interested to see what they do with the ipad the, the ipad had a yes. year off this year it's, um, it's outdated not it's to getting say outdated. that the hardware yeah, the, the hardware is still awesome, um, but I'm I'm interested to see what they do next year. Uh, I keep wanting the 12.9 inch iPad, and I keep yeah. not buying it because the last couple of times I've had a 12.9 inch, I've had two 12.9 inch iPads now, yeah. and I've sold them um, because I love them and they're amazing, but they're just too big. But at the same time, my 11 inch is too small, so I would really like to see uh, Apple come up with a, an intermediary yeah. size. And I'm also sure. wondering if we're going to see like a 14 inch MacBook Pro to to match that yeah. lovely new 16 inch that's out. That's got a great right. keyboard. I popped by the Apple Store yeah. the other day to test it and it's got to beautiful. play on the keyboard. And I like the keyboard. I have to say, though, the keyboard on my MacBook Air is great as well. But that's the the latest Butterfly generation, and I think there's a slight yeah. difference in the Air version. I've got the, yeah I've got the 2019 MacBook Pro which I bought in mm-hmm. June and then of course the 16 inch came out th- a few course. months later yes. so I'm I was pretty angry for a while but I, I'm over it this machine's awesome I mean it's gonna it's gonna do do well for me the keyboard is good because it's the newer 2019 keyboard is but I mean I had a 2017 mm-hmm. and that keyboard was horrible yeah um so as far as that goes um and uh, yeah I think I think an Apple Watch will keep going Series Six I did not upgrade to the Series Five I have a Series Four right now I'm perfectly happy with it I don't think the Four is huge I didn't see much of a reason to jump from the Four to the Five um, What do you think I did because of the always on screen and for yeah. me that has been really useful You know just being able to okay. glance down like I, if I glance down right now without moving my wrist then I can see the the approximate time um, and that's really nice especially in meetings where you want to check on the time discreetly without doing mm-hmm. a somewhat exaggerated raise my wrist and look at it okay it is now 10 past the hour which means this meeting is overrun by 10 minutes sometimes yeah. you want to put on that kind of show in a meeting uh, sometimes you don't um, and most of the time I don't want to do that so I, yeah. I found the always on screen for me was great and I'm okay. very curious to see what they do with the series 6 um, because I have to say I'm really happy with my series 5 and I'm not sure that there's a reason to upgrade but I said that with the series 4 as well so I, I'm usually one that does goes and upgrades so I, I 
that actually people will know as they've listened to the show. I'd be surprised. They're surprised, surprised I haven't upgraded. I'm always on the cutting edge, latest, greatest models. So, uh, but that'll be interesting to see. And then the other thing too is that a lot of discussion is about 5G with the iPhone. Um, mm. They're, they're going to introduce the 5G model. Um, I don't think that- they will just because the networks aren't there yet. Um, yeah. You know, what's the point in adding this feature to a phone that none of the phones can use? And I'm assuming that 5G is not something that you can just throw into a, an iPhone and increase, and increase your cost by 10 cents. Right. Um, I'm, I'm pretty certain that, you know, I'm sure a lot of people still remember the iPhone 4. Um, oh, yeah. And the you're holding it wrong with the, the <laughs> cellular signal issues. I'm sure we'd all rather oh. sit a year out and uh, wait. And I've heard that Apple, you know, I've heard from various different, you know, media sources throughout throughout the year that, you know, Apple didn't release the iPhone 11 with 5G because they're, they're hanging on and seeing how it plays yeah. out and delivering a great experience. And that's the Apple that I'm sure most of us know, you know, that hold on for a little while, deliver late, but better. Um, yeah. That's how we got the iPod. That worked out pretty well. Uh, I'd be interested to see what they do with 5G to make to do that to end up yeah. with the same conclusion. It should be interesting. The other thing is services. Apple TV Plus is taking mm. off. I mean, there's so many, so many good shows. They're getting nominated for awards, and um, I think Apple still is really seeing this to be a big thing, and they're going to invest lots of money into this. Uh, have you watched any yes. of the shows? Yeah, so I've been watching the morning show. I'm really enjoying yeah. it. I haven't me, watched me all of it yet. Um, but, no, I won't, uh, no spoilers. <laughs> Yes, but I, I'm really enjoying it, um, and I, yeah. I'm i very curious to see what happens next year where people need to start yeah. paying for it because this year people got it for free, uh, assuming that you right. bought an iPhone or right. an Apple Watch or a Mac or an right. iPad or an Apple TV, um, which I'm sure quite a few people will either bought or maybe got for Christmas um, yeah. or Hanukkah or, you know, um, just as a present for themselves for no reason at all, which is a perfectly good reason. Um, and as so the, you know, that's a year where people don't have to pay for it, but, uh, that, that will be really the, the moment where we will see if people yeah. genuinely like Apple TV and if they've got enough content to, uh, to keep our, keep our money coming in. So. Yeah. And then they mentioned the HomePod. I'm not sure where the HomePod's going to go. Um, HomePod you know, they, mini, HomePod mini. Let's yeah, I think everybody wants mini. those. I think everybody wants yes. those, you know, I've got, I've got a pair sitting next to me here. So, uh, they're, uh, they're pretty cool. Um, and the sound is pretty amazing. Um, oh, yeah. but, uh, but we're going to, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where that goes. Cause that market is really, hasn't done too terribly well for, for Apple. Uh, so they haven't as, as, as the results of watching, uh, stores discounting it very deeply over the Christmas holidays. Yes. So, uh, Which so maybe uh, how my, my home pod multiplied, I think it's actually secretly yeah. a triple, um, because <laughs> I know it's sitting on my desk as well. Okay. So we're very much alike when it comes to that. Oh, uh, yeah. and, um, uh, AR, I think obviously it's going to be big. We'll see where Apple goes with that, with, um, devices. Um, I'd be interested mm. to see. Uh, yes. oh, yeah, oh yeah. The tile that they remember the tile they were talking oh, about. Oh yeah. Uh, those uh, beacons. App, Apple tag is supposedly going to be called. Yeah. Uh, well, tile just came out with their newer models. I had tile. I bought a tile. And I like, it was cool, but the problem was after the battery wears out, it's, yeah. it, it's throw it out and get another one, but they changed yeah. it now. I guess you could change the battery. So, yeah, uh, I got some of those for my parents for Christmas last year. Um, and this mm-hmm. year, um, they, they had a few items that still didn't have tiles that they needed. And uh, after my mom misplaced some really nice Bose headphones after she came back from holiday, they were, oh, relocated. No. they were found again. They, oh, she good. just put them in, in. She put them in the wrong drawer, and they went through the entire house twice looking for them and didn't find them. And then eventually realized, wait, maybe they're here, and found them. And so I suggested that my parents put tiles in their headphone cases as well. And so I got them uh, an extra pair of tiles for Christmas and some batteries for the ones I got them last year, so they can update yeah. those. I was there going, do I do I need to get the Apple ones? But Apple didn't release them, so yeah. So I think that's, that's going to be interesting to see what work out where, where Apple goes in 2020. And we're going to be watching closely. Oh and, yeah. Uh, probably Definitely. spending, spending lots more money <laughs> on stuff. So <laughs> I'm sure I will as well. Yeah. So let's move on to some tips here. I threw some tips here for this week. Um, a couple of them were on the Apple watch and, um, one of them was uh, using the zoom on the Apple Watch. I know, did you rewear that you could do that on your watch if you want to zoom? I heard on. that you can do it. I'm pretty certain I enabled yeah. it once by accident, um, yeah. and then I I had to Google Health to turn it off. Um, <laughs> but it's pretty useful being able to you know increases it increases the size is. of everything. 
So. It is. And to turn it on, all you have to do is you go into the Apple Watch and you open it in the settings app right in the watch, and then you go to accessibility and then Zoom. You turn on Zoom, and now uh, it will Zoom on any text. It'll Zoom on anything that's on the watch. But like you said, yeah, it can be a little challenging if it's uh, hard to control. I have a link. We have a link in show notes for uh, the support article on it, uh, and mm-hmm. um, it gives you how to control the Zoom and how you can perform actions with the Zoom in and out. You can pinch just like you can on your iPhone or iPad, and uh, the crown digital crown would normally be used uh, instead of panning you could tap it once two fingers then you could switch so there's there's some instructions on how to do it so uh that's one tip i wanted to mention um the other one was uh, the calculator there you know they put the calculator in the watch finally which is which is nice because it makes it easy because in previous uh versions of the watch os uh, they didn't have that uh so there's a calculator app that's on there now and then uh, the calculator app does have a split bill and tip calculator function uh within it uh, got a link to this in the show notes. Um, and basically what you have to do is launch the calculator app on the watch and then you put the total amount of the bill and then there's a tip, there's a tip button right there. Mm. And you tap it and then it, you, you give whatever percent uh, that you want to tip. And then it also will break it down to people. So if you have three people in your party and you, and you want to break it down to how much it costs per person, it's right on your watch. You don't have to pull your phone out. It's, it's, it's pretty nice. Yeah. I wasn't sure if you were aware of that tip or not. Oh, uh, I, I, I've never used that before that I've, but I'm, yeah. a, I've been a big peacock fan for quite a while. So, uh, yep. Uh, I've been is pretty awesome. Um, this one here, I, 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 I mentioned this is in, uh, OS daily. I used, uh, to, 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 to how to change what the AirPod stems do when squeaked it says squeaked <laughs> squeak, squeak. Uh, and, um, you can, when you when you do squeak the uh, the AirPods, uh, I'm using the Air. Do you have AirPods Pro, Pro as well? Oh, I do. Yes, I love uh, them. Okay, me too. Love them. Uh, and um, there are ways of changing the how to uh, uh, how do you want to customize the controls. Um, there was a shortcut for this, wasn't there? Or not I think I thought it. So so what you can do with shortcuts is you can control the noise cancellation on them, which is what you can right. do with the, the squeezing or squeaking of the stems um, right. as well. Um, but I have it built into a shortcut. So when I leave work, as well as messaging my boyfriend, it also sets my noise cancellation to transparent mode so I don't get run over yeah. by a tram uh, as I walk home <laughs> from work. That's right. So there's a shortcut for that, too. Um, this article also goes through how you can customize which AirPods uh, Pro earbud acts as your microphone because there's microphones in mm-hmm. each one. You can you can change that. Um, and uh, there are a ton more things on here. But this one, this just stood out as far as how you uh, customize the controls. The way you can do it is you actually can go uh, into the settings app and then the AirPod Pro synced. And to tap Bluetooth, you locate the pros, then you type the I next to it, and that'll that'll give you options there as far as changing uh, how the behavior is. Uh, you could tap either noise control or Siri on, on oh, I shouldn't have said that dirty word, uh, at the top of the screen. Uh, if you select her, you will be able, it'll be done, and then if not, you just keep going. And uh, again, this this is in the show notes. This is a great uh, this is a great another great tip as far as using AirPods Pro. I did an extensive review on the AirPods Pro, and like we both said, we absolutely love them. Um, yeah. Try, I bought a pair, a pair for my wife uh, for Christmas, and she has such challenges with her ears as getting them to stay in. And I was just hoping and hoping. So I'm gonna just keep pushing on. She's using the smallest bud, uh, but I, I thought for sure I would see other manufacturers coming out with new new buds to change the interchangeable. I mean, I thought there'd be a market for it. I haven't seen anything. Have you? No, I haven't. Um, but the, that function in the settings where you can test whether or not the 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 seal is good is really useful. Oh, 100%. Uh, because I assume, it's, uh, I, I assumed that I would need the medium, and I tried the medium, and I was getting a little bit of earache, and I thought, well, I'll just try it, you know. And it was like, no, 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 you know, you don't have a good seal here. Um, and yeah. I was there going, well, I'm clearly not going to be using the large ones. My ears aren't that big. I'll yeah. try the small. Yeah, and the small is so much more comfortable. Oh, um, yeah. But it's sometimes they're better off if they sit a little further out and you're using the larger ones. So maybe she wants to try that. I'm hoping that we get to see yeah. some. Ones. I know Federico Vatici modified his and put um, foam inside of the 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 actual tips, so the the tips are <laughs> rubber that fall back, and he put foam inside of them to increase the seal. Um, so and that, that, and that, that didn't block the sound at all by, by putting foam in there. No, no. So it's it's so where the 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 rubber actually folds back um, onto itself, he put it between those two areas of rubber. Um, I, I'll find a link so that you can put it in the show notes, um, so okay. that people can see exactly what he did, but it's, uh, it was a pretty neat trick. I'm considering doing it myself, uh, because I do like to take these on planes. So 
Yeah, me too. I mean, I actually had my AirPods Pro um, when they first came out, and I and then I took a trip to Vegas. Uh, uh, when the, I think that was in November, uh, and uh, I, I have the Bose QuietComfort 35s I've been using forever, and everybody has those, so they're they're uh, those are great headphones. But now, now I'm like, this is awesome. I don't have to lug my big headphones around with me when I travel anymore. These, I mean, these really make a difference when it comes yeah, to noise canceling. I, mean, I, I still take my big ovary and noise canceling headphones on long haul yeah. flights, but I don't take them yeah. on short haul flights anymore. Because yeah. if I'm only going to the UK to visit my parents, it's two and a half hours. I can survive with AirPods right. Pro. Sure. Um, and um, a couple other tips I had in here. Um, the uh, I've always talked about this: how to how to close uh, Safari tabs in in iPhone and iPad. And um, when you browse the web, you know, of course, everybody taps the, the 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 two double boxes, and it shows how many how many pages you have open. I think I was <clears throat> I was helping one of my users uh, in support one day, and I go in there, and he had something like. 560 tabs open i couldn't believe this fire was still functioning he had so he had so many tabs uh, open and everybody knows that normally if you go into um into safari you can tap and hold it um and it gives you the option to close all the tabs um there isn't a way to enable um automatic tab closing i don't know if there's a shortcut for this is there no, there isn't, but I set mine to automatically close uh, yeah. the tabs after a day, which is basically as good as having yeah. a shortcut to it because it's, oh my gosh, yeah. I used to be one of those people with 300 open tabs on yep. my iPhone and I would just never go back to them. And it's like, well, if I haven't gone back to it in a couple of days, do I really need it anymore? No. So I yep. set it to automatically close tabs after a day. And if it was important, I'll find it in my history. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. So the way to do that is if you open up the settings tab uh, in your iPhone or iPad, Go swipe down to Safari, swipe down again, and then you go to uh, Safari. You go down to close uh, the, the the this time tapping close tabs, and then you can select like 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 Rosemary mentioned is uh, after one day. I think I'm gonna set that because um, it is a pain yeah. to close them all the time. So yeah, so I think I set my parents to do it after a week, um, and my grandmother as well because otherwise, you know, sometimes they do open things to come back to, you know, a day or two later. Um, yeah. But they they are aware. I told them before I turned the setting on um, that things would start disappearing. So if they wanted to come back to them, they should possibly look into using a task manager. So my mom very proudly informed me a few days ago that she's now using <laughs> reminders. There so. you go. Well, that's, it's, it's a start. It's a start. Start to get the mom and the mom and dad uh, do, using technology. It always is a yeah. challenge. Well, I mean, they've been using it for a long time. We have a shared reminders list of things they want me to oh, fix good. technology wise when I go home. Um, and I, I asked for this because a lot of these things I can fix remotely before I go home. So we just get to spend time together instead of spending time together and me fixing their devices. There, at the same time. there you go. That's um, the time of Christmas. That's the time during the holidays that we, we yeah. fix our families' yeah. tech tech woes. Yes. Um, well, especially next time I go home, I'm setting up a Synology for them. So I want to make sure oh, nice. that I have full all the time for that and uh, as little time on the other tech problems as possible. So. Nice, nice. So our last, my last tip, our last tip of the day was uh, this. This episode is in here is uh, how to change your password, your email password on your iPhone or mm -hmm. iPad. Um, and the way you do that is you go into settings. And then you go into um, passwords and accounts. And they, they moved this uh, since I think I was 10 or I was 9. I can't, I can't remember when. But it, so it's, they separated it out because people were going to normally go into mail and then they'd be able to get to their passwords too. But now it's all in one place. So mm -hmm. there's two. there are two settings here. There's actually the websites and app passwords, which is very useful because you can go in there and you can edit and remove those at any time. But there's also the accounts. If you go to the actual account of your email, you could tap it. And if your password had changed, that's where generally you would go and make the change. Um, if you do um, the web apps and uh, uh, the app passwords, uh, especially for Google, because then Google would bring out your accounts.google.com uh, page, and then you would you would sign things in, uh, and then you would then you would update uh, uh, your password that way. But uh, that's uh, that's usually the best way to do it is right uh, right from that setting uh, for. Uh, Websites and, pa and app passwords going in there. Yeah. I use, I, I, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. And no, I was going to say that's a really useful tip. I changed my email password uh, a few weeks ago. I couldn't yeah. figure out how to do this. Yeah. And so I ended up deleting my account okay. and recreating it. Of course, there's a help documentation for this. I should have Googled it instead of yeah. uh, deleting my account, but it worked out fine. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, my password had changed as well. So you have to, if you forget this stuff, but uh, we try to stay on top of things with this. Um, um, and that's it in the tips. And then we just kind of move into some a few quick apps real quick before we wrap things up here. A couple apps I found um, was uh, Pickstructions. Are you familiar with this app? Uh, no, I am not. This sounds really interesting. 
Yeah, this was this was an interesting little app I had discovered. Um, it's made by uh, developer Archer Smith, um, and it's it is free, but you you pay for like like removing the ads and get some extra fonts. And what it does is it allows you to capture, annotate, mark up, and create and publish a, uh, a like a help like a help page for maybe for for your mom or for your dad or for for any family member. Uh, and you just create you create pictures by doing screenshots or pictures taking pictures of stuff and then you put notes into each one of them it's like basically putting together little slides like a slideshow and then you share it you could share it online or you can share it as a pdf and send it to them um and it, it works really well it's got markup and i started playing with it a little bit you know i've used uh, i've used stuff like um snag it's one of my favorites uh, edit- editors um and you have um you know of course the built-in stuff that, that apple has already uh but this this app seems uh, seems pretty cool yeah, yeah, that's uh, they used to be a great Mac application um, for um, something similar, but unfortunately it closed down. I've been looking for a replacement ever since, so I'm pleased to find out that this is now its replacement. Yes, and it also has a Mac version too. So you have iPhone, yeah. iPad, and Mac, so you can do it on the Mac if you want as well. Wonderful. Um, and then um, I and I remember this app, but I've, t- I've actually talked about this app before. This is an app called Radio Paradise, and uh, this has been around for a long time. It's kind of like a uh, uh, unique blend of different types of music and you don't, and you don't have to have to build playlists. You don't have to uh, have Apple music and you go out to this site and you just sign up for an account. Um, and you hear different kind of eclectic types of music, like modern classic rock, world music, electronica, even jazz, and it mixes it up. It's kind of a neat, uh, neat, um, service and it's free. It's absolutely free. And, uh, people uh, love playing, uh, this, uh, I love listening to this type of music and you just play in the background. I've done that a lot of times. I don't know if you were familiar with this one or not. No, uh, but I've been looking for a new a system to play music at work. So I think I just found something. Yeah. Boy, I've, I got you two great apps already. I'm, I'm yeah. impressing myself here. <laughs> uh, so anyway, uh, you had, you had talked about, is it Yoinks? Is that, yeah, that the Yoink. service? So uh, Y-O-I-N-K. Um, and it's it's actually a Mac application as well as an iPhone or an iPad application. Um, and on the Mac, whenever you start dragging something, it just appears on one of the sides so that you can drop a document into it so that you can just you're not putting the whole document there. You're just putting like a reference to the document there. So this is really yeah. useful if you're trying to grab a bunch of things so that then you can prepare and send it off an email later instead of putting it in the email straight away. You can just drag everything into Yoink from wherever you are and then go to mail and drag everything out and shove it into that email message. Um, and on iPad and iPhone, you can do a similar sort of thing. So on the iPad, you could have it floating there as a, a shelf in that float overview or on part of your screen. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like to use it to just put I, on iPhone and iPad, I actually put files into it. And this is really useful if you know, you're downloading something and you want to be able to access it. You don't want to have to save it somewhere in particular. You just want to put it somewhere so that you can get it out and do this other thing with it and then be done with it. Um, that's, that's what I use Joink for. Uh, okay. it's really great. So. And we talked about toolbox pro that that was uh, for shortcuts and, um, yes. and then go ahead and your last, you have an app as well. Yeah. So, so my last one, I, I mentioned earlier as well, a uh, dark noise. It's a, such a great iOS application for, uh, it just, well, white noise essentially. Um, yeah. and it can do like thunder sounds, rain sounds, cats purring, men snoring, whatever you need. Um, oh, yeah. and I, I don't think has... my wife needs that. I, they do plenty of snoring. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sure most people do, um, at some point in their lives. Um, but it's, it's a really great app and it's really nicely designed. Nice. Um, and it's just a one-time purchase. Um, oh, and it cool. has excellent shortcut support. So, uh, that's even better that, that that always wins me over uh, if it has excellent shortcut support and is actually useful so it's it's a great app uh, yes and the developer right. is a really nice person as well he's got an experimental feature where you can blend the noise with another nice. like sound so for example you could have rain sounds playing and listen to a podcast at the same time um and that's really nice if you're like on a plane or something you just want to drown out the background noise a little bit more awesome awesome well, gosh, this was a great show. We just, we got through a lot of great uh, information. I can't thank you enough for coming on. Um, thank I was going to, oh, absolutely. And uh, I'm, I, I wanted to let you tell everybody how they can get a hold of you. Um, I did mention also that you're on Screencast Online right now, which I was was really really excited to see. Um, are you yes. still doing that? Yes, yeah. I just joined the Screencast Online team, and uh, I've already recorded my next show. It's not out yet as okay, we good. record this, and so uh, it'll be out. You did a shortcut. 
And you did a shortcuts yeah. one. I, I yeah. watched it. It was, I, I it was great. Shortcuts one. I've also done BB edit recently. Um, and, oh. uh, I was 13. Um, and, uh, up next, uh, I will, I'll give people a hint. It's a mailbox application with a difference. So, awesome. uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. So go ahead and tell everybody yeah. about, about you, how they can get a hold of you. Well, uh, I'm Rosemary Orchard. The easiest place to find me is rosemaryorchard.com, and that has links to podcasts, books, um, basically everything I do. So I host automators and nested folders, um, which, uh, automation podcast and a productivity podcast and uh i've uh, got a few links to where you can find me including on social media if you want to say hi yes yes and and uh she's great we again we met at max Talk and uh, that was i was so glad you got to make it out to max Talk. um yes. ho- hopefully you can make it out to- you will okay good yes. good i've already I submitted my, my plane uh, ticket yet but it's on my to-do list so all right i already submitted my my talk so i'm hoping i make i make the cut so i'm I have so far the last five years, so we'll see how I'll it goes. cross my fingers for you. Yeah. For you. I don't know, are you going to speak? Did you submit one as well? Uh, not yet, um, but I, I have an idea, and it will be going off momentarily. So. Got it. Okay, good. Either way, we'll see you, which is great. Oh, yes. But we'll be talking plenty about Max Talk next year. Uh, and uh, with that, uh, I, re- I will wrap this show up for this week. Uh, this is a wrap for this week. Uh, please send your comments, questions, and suggestions to our email address, feedback at intouchwithios.com. You can follow us on Twitter at InTouchWithIOS. You can subscribe in your favorite podcatcher, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, uh, TuneIn Radio, and we're actually now on SoundCloud right now. I just added that as well um so Wonderful. but if you want to uh, uh better yet uh, go to our website at in touch with ios.com where all the links to all the places to listen to us are there i am dave ginsburg and you can find me on twitter at dave g65 rosemary again thank you so much for being here today well thank you for having me i've had a great time me too and uh, thanks for listening everybody and we'll talk again soon bye